Cool 97 Radio 9.37 on the clock before we go into our talk segment. Let me do this one for you. This Saturday, September 10, catch the cool team at the Sangsters International Airport MBJ Charity Run Walk. We'll be live on location from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the Sangster International Airport, bringing you the highlights from the Sangsters International Airport's MBJ Charity Run Walk. I want to say thanks to our sponsors. This broadcast will be brought to you by the Sangsters International Airport, the Caribbean's leading airport. Airports Authority of Jamaica, building and sustaining a world-class airport system. Ministry of Transport Mining provides service on land, on water, in air, everywhere. Passport Immigration and Citizenship Agency, PICA, securing our borders, safeguarding our sovereignty. Montego Bay Metro Company Limited, our drive is to serve. Well Utopia Pharmacy, your wellness utopia. Good Life Pharmacy, good life for a good life. And Earl's Fashion and Branding Limited, quality makes a difference. And of course, this run charity run walk is in association with Cool 97 FM. And of course, our talk segment Inside Singles Live is brought to you by Alternative Skin Care, the only choice. Feel the difference in your skin with handmade organic soaps. Alternative skin care products can help with most skin conditions such as eczema, acne, dry skin, and hyperpigmentation. And you can follow them on social media at shopaltskincare. Email them shopaltskincare at gmail.com. So, today, a very special day in the island. It is Literacy Day. Uh, Caroline, it is not World Literacy Day, but Literacy Day, celebrating International Literacy Day. And so the topic is well befitting for today. Today we're going to be focusing on, or tonight I should say, we're going to be focusing on sexual literacy. Caroline Thompson is with us again. Good to have you. Good to have you in person. Good to have you. Good to have you in person. The last time we spoke, you were over on the other side by a phone. I still felt energy though, so that was fine. Well, that's good. That's good. I felt the love. So, a big topic, a big topic, and a, a topic yes. when you talk about sexuality, when you talk about human sexuality, those topics, persons, they are interesting and interested in those topics, but I don't think that we have the, 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 what you, the, the, the environment that these topics are really, um, taught and discussed, um, age appropriately so um, we may touch on a little here and there during maybe primary school into high school but nothing intensely that persons can understand um, what human sexuality is and what sexuality is Um, Carlin so tonight we're going to be looking at sexual literacy. So I want you to start by telling us what is uh, the definition of sexual literacy. All right. Uh, good evening, everybody. 
Thank you so much for having me. Sexual literacy looks at the ability to identify and access information that looks at all things that have to do with sex. So it's the your rights, your responsibilities, your sexual health, your sexuality, and your pleasure. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's interesting because people really discuss all those aspects of sex, your rights, your responsibilities. I can't remember ever being taught that. Well, what are my rights as a sexual being? What are my responsibilities as a sexual being? What does pleasure mean for me? What does pleasure mean for the person that I'm having sex with? All of those details, I wasn't taught. Mm-mm. It wasn't taught. And it, that is problematic because what we have now are situations that are more destructive than pleasurable. But they have become normalized. So everybody acts like they're normal and they're not. Well, they're normal because they're regular. But they are limiting their sexual experiences. They are. Um, let me give you an example. Sex, for many people, I know, I know your listeners, people don't want to say it. See, people don't want to say it, but a lot of sex is performative. A lot of sex is performative. It is not bonding sex. It is not pleasurable sex. So you have two types of sex. You have performative sex and you have pleasure-based sex. I added one. I call it servile sex. No, servile. I, I don't know if anybody else has it, but I call it servile. Servile sex is the sex that we grew up hearing where the, the woman is trying to hold the man. So she's servicing him in every way possible so that she can hold the man. <laughs> Madness. I don't know where people come up with this. And, and it's so common. It's like everybody acts like this is normal and it's, it's madness. Then, no, the, the, the performative sex is the one that is problematic because, because we're not having the academic intellectual discussions with each other and with kids. Kids are learning about sex from movies, porn, music. And... The rubrics that they're using for sex are right. So fine, oh, I'm gonna break our back. Yeah, I'm gonna throw it up in the ear. And it is, it's, it's this performance, like it's some kind of circus. Theatrics, yes. Yes, theatrics. And it's, it's cinema. It's mm-hmm. not bonding. It's not pleasure. And that is, to me, that is problematic. This whole focus on how long and, you know, your man, she are going in the bed. And it becomes, to me, it comes very circus like without any depth. And that is because we're not having these discussions. Are these discussions, shouldn't, should we be having these discussions? Yes. Because there are jurisdictions that do, like France. I was reading an article some time ago where they said that France, they have them look at a model of a clitoris. And they discuss it. Listen, I was watching a video. I found it so funny. I don't even know if it's a documentary. Some video. They asked men to identify the clitoris. They were pointing out by the people, them two. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> no. You sure that was? No, 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 no. No, it was, it, it was a joke, but they could not find it. They could not find it really. When they showed it, showed them an image, it was, he was joking because he really did not know where it was. So it matters when it was pumping your toe. They could not. They're like, is it there? Is it there? Is it there? So, yeah. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna have to show you that video because trust me, they don't know where it is. They don't. I'm telling you, why why I believe they don't know where it is. There's this lady. I think her name is Doctor Mintz. Doctor Mintz did a study where I think I have the statistics here with me. Didn't want to forget. Um, ninety-five percent of men have orgasms when they have heterosexual sex and only 65% of women and she's saying that based on her study Dr. Mintz M-I-N-T-Z she's saying that it is because men have no idea about the female anatomy and, true. and the women have no idea about their own anatomy mm. because we're not having these discussions and fans smart they gave them a they gave them a model and they said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna discuss this because we we can't act like sex is not. Because if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I know that sex is there because of reproduction to maintain the species. But some of these body parts are operating for pleasure, mm -hmm. right? And it's a part of humanity, and we act like we're going to just ignore it. And because we've been ignoring it, people are engaging in dangerous practices." And they're also limiting their pleasure because servile sex leads to resentment. If you are only doing it because you think that this is your obligation, you are going to become resentful and that's not good for your mental health. If you're doing it as a performance, that is also a problem. It affects people's mental health. And I'll tell you some of the stories that some of the women share. Andre, this will help you. <laughs> this will help you. Listen. During performative sex, mm -hmm. women hardly ever have orgasms. You know why? Because they're performing. And you know what happens when you're performing? Lord, how my, how my belly look. How my hair look. How my sound. All of the things. These women, they, were, they interviewed these women. And they were talking about everything else except how am I going to bond with this, this person. person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because we don't have these conversations... Kids, people think that what they see on porn is real. It's not. They think what they hear in the music is real. It's not. And even if it's real, oftentimes it's limiting or dangerous. Mm -hmm. Serious stuff. We need these conversations. So then, th let me ask this question. How then can we move... Um, Starting in the, in the family setting, <laughs> boy, that's a task. I don't know that's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is just my thought that as a country, as a people, as 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 men and as women, we 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 are now bolder to speak to our children and to discuss um, human sexuality um, with our children. Children, but clearly, we have not. We we, we still feel that the sexuality conversation and I'm not talking about sex only I'm talking about human sexuality growth development um, puberty that sort of convert cha body changes um, the sexual response cycle all those things what body part is where what do we call it we are still lagging way behind we are afraid to speak to our youngsters about this so the question is, why? Carlin, why and how can we move past that? 
Do, is it because we think our bodies are dirty? Is it because we think sex is a sinful yeah, act? Why? Um, let me tell you what the reasons that have been proffered. These are the, the reasons. First of all, we're a very <laughs> ooh, my tongue gets heavy every time I'm supposed to say we're a very Christian country. We say yes, we're a very Christian. Well, let me not, let me be honest. <laughs> we are a very Christian country. Are we Christ-like? The nope. jury is still out on that. Well, mm. We are very Christian. We are Holy Ghost filled and water baptized. Mm. Are we Christ-like? Mm. Not so sure. So because of that, this whole idea of being chaste and perfect and, you know, no sex before marriage and we all, I don't know, at some point we all collectively came together and decided to put on a show. We did. It must be a show because we know that based on our um, paternity fraud rate, our single mother rate, we know that we're putting on a show. So, you know, let's, let's get that out there. So I think the religion plays some part in it in terms of us hiding how we feel. Mm -hmm. And then even if you're not religious, you grew up in a country where nobody has open conversations about sex. And if when you're growing up, people say things like, you know, you must cover up your chun chun. <laughs> I should, you know, should have said chun chun because then but it's true. It's like, no, but no, it's not. But, it's like, but if Mister Chun Chun, it's like a age me because no, I hear them saying it's the cookie and the coochie, you know. But we know you have to cover up your, your chun chun and don't make nobody see your cocoa, and it's just it's just crazy. And because of that, it's it's like a psychologically we're thinking, oh, this thing, you something know, is wrong something with is it. Wrong. wrong. Yes, yeah, something you know, is wrong. Uh, so if I want to experiment, I have to hide because I can't make them see my little children. And it it <laughs> does and it does something. Instead, we should just be honest. We can and this is your thing, um, and we can just use Piaget, cognitive development, mm -hmm. and pitch the conversations matching the, just the normal standards of cognitive development. And just be open so that people can be safe. But I really want people to have more sex and enjoy themselves. You know, just don't perform. Just don't be servile. Why not? No, man. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Right, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. yourself. So, the first thing as, 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 as parents... Uh, or as caregivers, as teachers, is to uh, age-appropriate, teaching your child the proper, the proper um, and correct naming of your genitalia. That is the first, first thing. First thing. First thing. So no judge. No judge. No. No. <laughs> we have to cut that away. Yeah, we have nice. to call um, the sex organs by their right names right those are some of the first things that we need to do we need to also sit down with our with our children and 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 have them understand the, the various changes that occur um in the stages of development this is what is will happen this is what will happen by the time you get to age eight this is what will happen between eight and 13 these are the things that will happen why they're happening you discuss that with them and you know for the life of it um um, we have a little gadget that we walk around with on a daily basis mm. or the, 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 the smartphone that has outsmart um, a lot of us and we're not using it effectively 
we're not using it effectively. Right. Yeah. True. Yes, you have some 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 parents who are coming from the the old school where your mother, your father never sat you down and have these conversations. But we're saying break the cycle, become literate, become literate, learn, read. And so that you can pass on healthy, correct information uh, to your children and remove the stigma of not identifying your body parts, of not identifying how you feel, not connecting with your feeling and on also understanding that your your sexual desires are natural and it is not something that you 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 you, you must pray away cover up hide under the the, the 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 rug but it is something that you must learn to deal with and to deal with positively See, you know you, you're not supposed to feel that way and so even if you're feeling as a as a as a young girl or as a young man you're feeling a particular way you 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 don't have that space where you can go and have that conversation I said this is how I am feeling how do I then move to not act out on these impulses so that is also a part of a sexual literacy knowing when not to act out inappropriately because you're feeling in a particular way and that's, and that's the thing I'm, I'm happy that you said that because if we're going to tie and, and that's, you, you made the first point that we all made here is that in terms of literacy we have to improve our sexual vocabulary so that would be a subset of the literacy and then we are also going to have to look at the fact that people I don't know if you realize it but if your vocabulary is limited people act up more and a lot of times you see children acting up, especially if because they're going, they're having all of these feelings and these hormones. They don't have the vocabulary or the information to process what is happening to them. Mm-hmm. And then, now, what do we say? What do we say to them when they're acting up? Yeah, get big. Oh man, yeah, what? We are a ton man. Yeah, a ton man. A ton man. It is so. Dre, it is the most counterproductive thing. We don't have the conversations. And then when they start to behave confused, we curse them. What are we doing? What are we doing? We don't use the vocabulary. We don't teach them how to process these feelings intellectually. But then when they start to act up, we say them bad. Them say them the, the Americans say them fast. Mm-hmm. Fast, right? Mm-hmm. Them fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair to everybody who is growing up. It's just not. So it's just one of those things that we have to look at. We have to really improve the vocabulary and the way we ask them to process. Because um, I was talking to I was talking to a young lady, my niece. I was talking to my niece, and she was telling me she's very <laughs> she's very serious about life. And she was saying to me that if she were in if she were if she were in the position to make policies, people would not be allowed you would have to declare your finances before you can have children so the government would do an evaluation Mm -hmm. to see right if you can have (laughs) and that's yeah i know that's brilliant (laughs) i I loved it i loved it what she told me i loved it but it is a part of the definition of sexual literacy what are your responsibilities Mm -hmm. and i and trust me we take these things for granted you know 
the definition says your responsibilities. First of all, your responsibility is for is to declare. You need to declare. Do you have any STIs and STDs? Are you sleeping with 10 million people? All of those things. Are you taking any medications? Do you have a heart problem? Will we be in the middle of something? Can you die? All of these things you need to declare. Then another thing is you have to, as your, your responsibilities, that people take lightly, your hygiene. Nobody talks about that. Your hygiene your sexual hygiene is a responsibility that nobody i don't think they discuss we, we discuss hygiene generally speaking but out of a respectful position with your partner you should be clean because we've already heard the, the horror stories <laughs> we've already the horror stories all of these things you have all of these responsibilities and these should be discussions and i don't remember being taught this anywhere and i think that's a problem i think france is on the right track mm-hmm. yes carlin i want you to hold that thought okay. singles live on the nation school s school 97 fm reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by alternative skin care the only choice feel the difference in your skin with handmade organic soaps alternative skin care products help with most skin conditions such as eczema acne dry skin hyperpigmentation remember you can follow them on social media at shop alt skin care you can also email shop alt skincare at gmail.com. We are going to take a short break and then when we come back, we continue with the conversation sexual literacy. If you're joining us via the World Wide Web, thank you ever so much for those persons who are listening via the radio. Thank you as always for keeping Cool 97 FM in your air. Radio. Singles live on the Nation School at School 97 FM. Tonight we're talking sexual literacy. Carolyn Thompson is with us. If you're just joining us, we looked at the definition of sexual literacy. We also touched on how do you talk to your children, your young adults about uh, their bodies, um, their feelings, how do you move to move away from the uh, tabooed um, conversations that we, 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 we refuse to have within our society, that conversation about um, human development, the body, how it develops, whether it's your, with your boy child or, or, or with, your, with, with, your, with your daughter. You know, something that I, 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 I said to myself the other day, um, Carolyn Andre, is that mothers sometimes spend more time talking to their daughters about um, how to to clean their bodies, how to bathe properly. <laughs> Make sure say you wash under the arm and wash the vagina area. But do we as mothers and caregivers, Dre, you can answer that. Do we have that conversation with our boys? Dre? 
I mean, my mom did. Your mom did? Yeah. 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 So you, you, you are saying yes. For, uh, for you, for you, um, if our friends are listening and joining us now, the worldwide web, everybody's really silent tonight. <laughs> Look like they're taking notes. Let me know um, if, as a as a as a as a boy, someone sat you down and said, "This is the correct way to wash the penis to make sure that your feet is dried properly, so that those toes don't get cheesy, and to make sure that the underarm is washed and you put." on your deodorant and to make sure that you don't wear those stinky socks from off over and over those kind of thing because that is a part of uh, your sexual literacy learning to identify when something is also not um, right um, with your body what is happening to my body um, at any given point in time. And Carlin, I want you to, 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 to address that in terms of not only um, men, but also women. It's the coldness. It's the coldness for me. It's the coldness with which we treat each other. And the coldness comes from lack of information. Mm-hmm. It's true, it's lack of information. We're very, very cold. Because you'll hear people, you'll hear people make jokes about men, right? For example, they'll make jokes about men and their size, for example. And the truth is that the size that people usually consider to be average, I think it's about seven or something like that. I remember now. But it is far, it's far less than what people expect. Yeah, it is. So they, they, there's an there's an average in people's minds in Western society. Nine. Nine what? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> 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 there's a picking a number. There's picking a number. Yeah, they have a they they have a number, and that num that average that they have in their minds is less. So you see where women are making fun of men, and it's that's not normal. The, the nine, ten—that's not normal. It's abnormal. So we're expecting things from men that is not really the average. Well, where did we? Where did we? Porn, porn, bad information. People—you just need one idiot to circulate something like that, and it becomes real. So that's the first thing. We have these very weird expectations about just how, you know, all these love songs. All night long, all night. You know, nobody's that possible. Let's stop pretending. Unless it's possible you're with drugs. It's possible with drugs. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's all of this. It's just we don't have the, the literacy. We don't have the ability to read the scientific information. And it's the other kind of coldness, with, even with women. So women can have all of these problems. And then you hear all these songs about how women smell funny and they smell bad and all of that. Even, what's his name? That, that want to be polyamorous guy, Nick Cannon. You heard what he did? Mm-hmm. With the motor, that's, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know what Nick Cannon did? I haven't heard. Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. With his community something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think it's about eight or nine kids now? And going. And going. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's up, like that? Nick Cannon, right? Which has, he has no credibility. He would have still my sleep. Nick Cannon said on a talk show that most women, listen carefully, most women have hygiene issues. 
And I thought about that. And I said to myself, do you know that if a man is promiscuous, he can upset the pH balance of the other woman? Mm -hmm. He might be the reason that they're having this problem. And it is because I am literate. I may read. I may figure that out. I'm not saying that's the case. Mm -hmm. But it is possible. Because if he has, if he's having unprotected partners, unprotected, he is affecting the woman. And it's like nobody has this discussion. Or he, he, he the audacity of this man (laughs) to say that with all of the random children, he's like a, he's like a sperm distribution center. This man could be the reason the women are having these problems. Mm -hmm. And it is so unfair. That's why I started by saying it's the coldness. We we, we, we we tease men, we tease women, and there are scientific reasons for these things happening. It could just be a woman might smell a particular way because she's a swimmer. She didn't take off her bathing suit soon enough. She took some antibiotics. It could be, instead of us being literate and gentle and helpful, we make fun of each other. What is wrong with us? I don't I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I. Again, literacy is at the foundation of all of this. Because we don't know what is happening, I'm not sure why we default to negative behavior. I'm not sure why. That is the good question. No? The, the, you, the, you, you mentioned why, and that is you, you, lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Kind? Uh, yes, lack of knowledge. And when you when you arm yourself with the knowledge and the possibilities of how that could have occurred, then you you you, you treat people differently. There was um, I got something. I saw something on Instagram. Someone I guess was looking for some. Um, I wouldn't even say in pity because people go on Instagram and Facebook to to seek endorsement and validation. And I remember she said, and she was talking about her um, going to the gym, and she was called into the office by one of the gym supervisor to say that she her order was really really off mm-hmm. um and she took to instagram and persons on instagram were saying did you ever really consider that you had and they were listing out a couple mm-hmm. of um um, infection to see that maybe she had kept on her gym clothes too long mm-hmm. um, she was not bathing properly um, she was not washing her clothes properly mm-hmm. that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, to look into those things to become uh, literate about those things what happened as a woman if you were to keep on tight underwear if you were to stay as Carlin said in a swimming pool with the chlorine for an extended period of time and continue to keep on your swimsuit. When we talk about sexual literacy, people, we're not just talking about you knowing about a man and a man knowing about you. We're talking about everything about the human body and the possibilities of what is occurring in your body at that particular time. So you 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 read, you get to know your body. You get to know that, okay, I went into the pool. Something is definitely not off. Let me go and check this out. That is how you, you, you gain 
knowledge and information not waiting until somebody said no man something not smell right over there no know your body enough know your body enough to know when something is not right be literate enough to know about your body and it is very important um, so women literacy how can we move Carolyn to become more uh, literate about our sexuality in general? In general, we have to we have to do our own research. We have to make ourselves independently literate first, um, and then we can look into sexual literacy because comprehension is a big issue as well. Comprehension, higher level comprehension, evaluation, analysis. I was thinking about that um, ensure thing. Yeah. That ensure thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I said, okay, I have never, I've never heard about, before that time, it, it didn't occur to me that ensure could be considered in that way. But it, I, I know how delicate milk products are. Mm-hmm. And I know that genitals can carry different kinds of bacteria and germs. It would not occur to me to put them together. I, I just don't think it's a healthy practice. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're going to engage in an activity with a woman after because the sugar base can upset her pH balance and all that. I know it sounds very nerdy. It doesn't sound very sexy. But it's the truth. It could cause problems. So, you know, we, we, we get caught up in this excitement and everything. But based on my analysis, I don't think that's a wise practice. You are courting different kinds of infections, at least yeast. Why would you do that? Because you heard it on a song. That's it. Because you hear it on code. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You hear it on code and you just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Because it's the in thing. Because everybody's trying to 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 fit in. Every try, everyone is trying to outperform. That's the word, you know. Everybody's trying to outperform each other. So that is it. Where, as you said, Carlin, we're in a performance-based um, society. Yeah. So who can come up with the next idea? I remember also on Instagram. I don't know how true this is. I, these things sometimes are not so true, but some of them is true. And I see where there's this particular gentleman who is really abusive to the to the to the female um, vagina. Mm-hmm. When he's dancing, and it's a song because whatever the song is saying, he uses his fist to really fist her, and he fisses um, her vagina. Mm-hmm. It's true, Dre. You don't I see know, it. I know it. Yeah. You, so, What's it's going so, on? So, Dre, I want, to, <laughs> I want to ask. And this is no laugh. Is it? Is it something that is being said in the song? Yeah. What is there? Um, something about Tom Farrow, something like that. Uh, yeah, d- yeah, yes, yes. Mm. You see, and that's another thing, you know. Tom the chun chun. This, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, and that's another thing that I'm concerned about. There's this, well, I guess it's that it's a bit off topic, but let me, t- let me tell you a lot of these. Tell us, yes, tell me, ease, tell me. This is what this is just my opinion, but a lot, but um. Dancehall songs um, and people's mindset mm-hmm. um, when it comes to sex um, is 
it's aggressive and the reason why it's aggressive is because a lot of women and yes may I say it mm. a lot of women they're always out there saying deal with me wicked it's a performance because they're not sexually literate it's true it's true because they grew up and you know what you know how I know it's performative we I mean maybe it is performative worldwide but we have a particular problem you know because the minute I'm thinking about it no you have you have a woman jumping off a table to land on a man's genitals something that is a that is a sexual literacy problem why would you do that the way they behave and and throw each other and all of that we're i mean aggression aside because maybe something is wrong with us apart from that but we what are, what are we doing i'm not seeing the vision i'm not seeing the goal what are we trying to achieve why aren't we why are we focusing on understanding each other's needs so the, the experience can be pleasant with the least amount of pain. discomfort and pain what what is something is wrong well the knowledge or lack thereof is mm. basically saying that if it's not painful then it's not pleasure uh, actually i heard that in a study that's another oh right a lady was giving a ted talk and i'm happy you brought that up dre a lady was giving a ted talk and she said that before well no that was a TED talk these were kids these were teenagers she said that when when she was when they were teenagers her friend became sexually active and the friend told her that it is going to it's going to hurt and um but it's nice sometimes but it going to hurt most of the time so they didn't have this discussion they, their complaint was that nobody was talking to them about it so mm -hmm. she believed that for the most part intercourse is supposed to be painful and that is my thing you have these people growing up thinking that that is normal and then they and then and then men and women say things like oh that's just their preference it's their preference because them don't know better i tell people this story all the time about me i don't know if you know this this you must know it. this restaurant in um dragon court on savannah not savannah dragon so, and so, so South Avenue. Avenue. Mm -hmm. right you see when you eat kfc all the time I can't do that, can I? <laughs> okay, sorry. Not, 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 not KFC. Scrap that, scrap that, scrap that. So you eat something all the time, right? You eat fried chicken all the time, right? You eat it, eat it, eat it, hot dogs all the time. So in your mind now, you're thinking, oh, this hot dog and this fried chicken licked because it tastes really, really good. And one day, for my birthday, somebody took me to a Chinese restaurant that was fancy. And I'm like, what? Food can't really taste like this. I was young. I was like about 12 or 13. I can't remember now. But it just goes to show that if you grow up thinking that this is your ceiling, this is the pain is just normal. It's a part of your upbringing. Until somebody said, no, you know, 
you know, there is a triple or double, or triple or quadruple pleasure that can be had. You're going to be stuck in that space, flying off speaker boxes and landing on men's genitals. And you're going to think that's okay. And it's not. Or ma- or men, um, what do you call it? Punching you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what's going on? Dre, I what's happening? To, I don't mean to laugh. This is not a laughing matter because I don't Dre? find it to be a laughing matter. Yeah. Or, 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 or men punching women in their vagina. Um, pumping up their vaginas. You listen to all of these songs that speak about, when you really think about the, some of those dancehall songs in a dre, you can think of them in your head because some of them I won't even mention where, where on is, air. Where, where is the love, man? <laughs> I won't even love? mention on air. And uh, Carolyn, as no. you said it, you have women who think that that is no, yes. normal. It's not. That is normal. Not. And I remember something that um, Dr. Hardy said to me, or OBGYN that comes on. Dr. Hardy, I, you, I know you always listen when you're not too busy. He says that some of the times he has seen patients in his office and he looks at them and examining their, 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 their vagina and says, you aren't in pain. And then he said, no. He said, really? Because they're used to it. They really? Is their normal state. Yes, that's what's happening. And that is what we're saying tonight, that you have to become literate enough to know that it is not the norm. It is something that is not the norm because you, you hear it from, you, not only here, but you see it. You hear it in terms of the songs that, or, 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 or maybe what you watched in terms of porn, in terms of the songs that you hear, hear people having these conversations in the environment um, that you find yourself in, but you, no one has ever sat down with you and said, listen, this is how it should be. These are the pleasure areas of the body. These, this, this is why we don't want you to expose this area of your body. This mm-hmm. is why we don't want you to have <coughs> several um, sex partners. This, this is the reason. Not just tell the the, 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 the young lady. You try to have a tech break, man, and a different yeah, side of something. Where, where's the conversation? Where is no? Yeah, where's the, the, the conversation? Same, the same aggression that you use to have the conversations is the same aggression that she goes out there and meets a man and he he does whatever he does to her and she thinks that it's normal it's normal it is a literacy problem and it is not only it is not only one way it is also both ways in that women as carlin said earlier don't know anything about the the male um the male body don't know anything about it all they can tell is, eh? Or their own. But you don't know anything about your own, but you don't you don't know anything about the, the, the your man's body. What are his um erogenous zones? You don't know anything about sexual response cycle. You don't know anything. All you think that this man has told me I did about come with his penis. <laughs> yes. And then and then and then even even there was a song near Mokris man. And it's not taking into consideration, as you said, the sexual response cycle. Because it's not it's just not fair. I'm not sure. It's very counterproductive how we treat each other. Because you expect people to perform a way that goes against human nature. It goes against your biology. And that is why they're taking all these pills and even even okay. There there was this thing online for a while. I haven't seen it in a while. 
where I don't know if you saw it. Um, they were encouraging women to, and they still do. They have every kind of insert that is not approved by anywhere credible. All kinds of insert inserts to make it smell like a oak gardens, flowers, inserts to make it feel like you're just born. Inserts to make you can't tell the future. They have inserts for everything. And I'm saying, anybody ever stop and say, hmm, what? Mm-hmm. What? What are in those inserts? Will I, will I, three years from now, end up with some rare sickness and I don't know what caused it? And these things are selling. And I know that all of us want to be better in different ways, but I think this literacy thing is allowing us to take chances that are just not necessary. Because why are you putting something in your body? You don't know what it is, but it's supposed to enhance your sexual performance in some way. And if you ask what is in it, they can't tell you. And if they tell you, it's just some random thing. You don't know how many milligrams they put in, how many pounds or whatever it is. It's a literacy issue. It is. We're not taking our sexuality serious. And it, it's really concerning. So I'm going to throw this out to, to both of you. Um, when we talk about literacy. No pearl. <laughs> <laughs> we talk no about pearl. <laughs> Guys, it's good to have you back for a minute there. We, uh, we lost our screen inside um, the Mixalar. Thank you so much for rejoining us. Um, Yes, most men are trying to prove something, and so therefore they try to push beyond. What is what is what is what is what is what is the um, the sexual response cycle? Well, fifteen to twenty minutes. I don't remember the cycle. And I'm not and I, right, and I'm talking outside of the 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 the. the um, what you call it? No, what's the word? I, I lost lost the word a while ago. Um, Come on, Dre. <laughs> Before you actually get into the sexual act, that's the word that I'm trying to 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 to. You mean to actual action of foreplay? Foreplay. Foreplay. Okay. This, foreplay. Yes, yeah. Before foreplay, right? Before. Foreplay. Yeah. So not really before foreplay. In terms of what you're going to do during foreplay, in terms of the brain stimulation. Mm. Yeah. That's oh. how. That's that that that. <laughs> that yeah. We. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of people, uh, let me tell you something. A lot of a people, lot of people don't understand and don't know that oh, the brain is the largest sex organ. organ. Yeah, that's another thing. The brain is the largest sex organ. Mm -hmm. And so that means you have to stimulate the brain. Mm -hmm. And then, no, that is a part, Dre, of the foreplay. Right? Yeah. But then, but then, um... What is your saying, but then? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just adding to what you're saying about, um, you know, sexual literacy and responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Um, because people don't know that. And then, um, what, men or women, whichever, but like the women would say, um, like in the middle of foreplay or whatever, they'd be like, so you're not hard yet? You know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Or men would say, our men would feel and they're like, oh, you know, with it, 
maybe maybe you not feel me. Oh yeah, because you you didn't stimulate the person's and brain. Mm-hmm. That's not, what happened. They're not thinking about the brain. They're not thinking about the brain, and they're not thinking about all the activity that is happening within the brain. brain. And so therefore, you cuss out somebody, or mm. you make somebody feel small and belittled, and then. You want to go have sexual intercourse with them and expect that the, the, the floodgates is going to open. Because it turns some knobs. <laughs> no, come on. What the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> and so you have to yeah. think about the brain. What is happening? What is the person thinking to work on that to make sure that the person is comfortable? Right? So it doesn't make sense. You're there trying to stimulate Dre. Mm-hmm. And the person's brain is not um, being stimulated also. There was something that I wanted to... Um <laughs> I'm looking at the comments. <laughs> K. Peart, you're back with your... Um, your, your, your <laughs> so last week we looked at... Um, what did we... Dre, you were here last week? Eh? Yes. What, do you remember what we looked at last week? Well, I can't remember. Addictions. Sex addiction. Sex addiction. Right. And Kay Peart, you're back today or this evening with the same thing again. So you're saying you think, and he's saying that dirty talk stimulates the brain. Yeah, it does for some people. For some people. But imagine what you would have gotten if the person was stimulated before the dirty talk. Because mm-hmm. what, whatever you do sexually that arouses the person, if the person genuinely likes you, the experience is tripled. So it doesn't matter. So if you if you think it's good with dirty talk, imagine if the person actually likes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine? And then you have another um, other persons who you don't come to that, come to them with a the dirty talk. They just shut down completely. No, that's like kill vibes. Yeah, that's yeah. Like some people vibes. like no, that not no, going to work no, for me. Don't, bad. don't, no, 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 go there, so, no go there, so. Um, <laughs> Marhu says yes. Verbal foreplay is a must, and I realize that for women, that is definitely something that women um, enjoy. Uh, verbal foreplay it, it stimulates the brain. It stimulates the brain. <laughs> Singles live on the nation schoolest. Yes, and she says my mind has to be stimulated definitely. first. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's good to have you. Good to have you back with us. We're going to take another break. Shea H says to each his own. I, I, any order, anybody order, I don't. Yes, we spoke about that. I guess you guys were listening but could mm-hmm. not respond. respond. Right. Mm-hmm. So now that we're seeing, that is definitely so gone. Bird, you know, say bird speed ahead. Nothing like that. Because it says a lot. It says a lot. It says that you're not um, literate, um, whether we want to believe it or not, in yeah, terms of what it, self-aware, it means that you're not taking care of your sexual health. Um, 
why would you not want to subject another person um, in your space, in your personal space, to such uh, body odor? So it's important that we take care of ourselves. It's important that we continue to learn uh, about the uniqueness of each individual, of our bodies. That is a very important thing that uh, we must aim to become literate about. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97 FM, reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by Alternative Skin Care. They are the only choice. Their handmade soaps are 100% organic and can be used by men and women of all ages. Available at KW Bloombox, Face Forward Cosmetics, Fontana, Waterloo and Montego Bay. And you can follow Sharp ALT Skin Care on social media cool 97 radio the singles live on the nation school at school 97 fm so we were talking about body order and yes yes decay paired the body order also stimulates but there's a as marhu says there is a natural scent there is a natural scent and then there is one that is um not not unnatural one that is unnatural one that says something um <laughs> is happening within the body whether you're not um, taking care of yourself in terms of your personal hygiene not brushing your teeth properly not going to <laughs> not going to the dentist you know um, not taking care of or overdoing as as as, as Carlin says um, trying to clean the vagina so much over cleaning the vagina so much that it becomes unhealthy that the bact the healthy bacteria um, disappears, and so you tend to have a, a, a body order that um, nobody wants. But the, but the women complain about the men too, especially the men who are not circumcised, and how they don't clean their genitals properly. That is why I threw out the question mm. earlier, and I got back a response you from got back a response from a from a mother of five um, men, and she says. Yes, I teach, um, I taught, because they're grown men now, my boys, um, how to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Because I'd ask, do we really teach our men um, to really and truly take care of themselves as mothers, as caregivers, or even as fathers? Do you teach them how to wash the penis properly? Do, you, do we do that? Do we talk about hygiene in terms of men hygiene? <laughs> I think, I think they do. I think they, I think they do talk about it, you know, but they don't put as much emphasis. So they just allow boys a lot to just be. They don't put the same kind of pressure. So they might give them the same kind of instruction, but when the girl doesn't do it, you know, no, you have to go and be right now, right now. The boy, the kind of, and that's that's how the society is. But the question is, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? The first thing we have to do is include it in our curriculum. So I know that they have guidance and counseling and they have HF, what's the name, home and family life, mm -hmm. right? I was watching a program with some teenagers and they're saying that, I don't know if this is the case for all of all schools, but they were saying that they 
how they discuss sex mm -hmm. is around sex. It's around it. It's around it. Just on the outskirts. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you, they, they don't tell you about orgasms or, you know, what can you do to stimulate yourself or other people? That's not the discussion. The discussion is use a condom. You'll catch these diseases. And they put up a list of, they give you some brochures from the family life people, the mm -hmm. health people. Mm -hmm. And they go, you look at the brochures and look at the pictures and you discuss the pictures. But they really don't go into the depth. Like France. As I was watching a documentary with France. They actually discuss things like asking your partner, what do you want? What makes you... <laughs> what? What? No, you see... These are teens. But they're not telling them to do it. No. No, you see, even... Asking, even what do you, you want? That, even you saying so what's that... Andre? No, because it's... Not that it's conflicting. It's contradicting. You can ask them what they want? Let me tell you why. And it's especially in... And it's not locally alone because I've mm. read um I've read a lot of blogs and just it, it's all over the internet. Um people write books, um people interview women and I say locally abroad. And they do not want a man to ask them what um what they want. Their thing is that a man should be a man and take charge and take where you want and do what you want. But that's a literacy issue. That's a, a literacy a, problem. And it's a turn off. It's a turn off mm -hmm. when a man asks, "What do you want and how do you how do you like this?" So you get so so anything you get, you take. This and is my, crazy. And my thing is, how stupid is that? That's like, very stupid. Me, it's for me. I don't. And maybe it makes me less of a man or whatever. But it's very stupid. How am I going to be? How am I going to try and pleasure you if, if, you I, do, if I don't know, know what, what you you're like doing? You don't like. Well, there you go. So, so I'm supposed to keep my mouth shut and then do something that you don't like it. And <laughs> at the end of the day, you have to tell me, say, no, no, do not something right. This is like, so, it's, so, it's, it's stupid. It, it's so like lots of. Right, I'm going to pick this number now. I mean, it, it's just so counterproductive. And uh, why would it be a turn off? Because when you talk about illiteracy, it's illiteracy. It man. is illiteracy. Uh, I'm telling you, and well, it's true. You know, it's AJ. It's documented. It's all over. Like there, are, there are different, um, even guides and whatever, like how to pleasure a woman or whatever. And when you read it, a lot of women they're saying we don't want to be asked. It, you know, you're supposed to be a man. Take charge. Take what you want. Don't ask for what you want. Don't ask woman like. Just do it. I'm like, what? But if if you if you are a man, <laughs> if you no look like, at like even, yes. even 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 um as 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 taboo as it might be, um even oral. You know, they're like, don't ask, just do it. And I'm like, Thank why, you. why would I do it if I don't know if you like But you know, true, you know, you know, you know why, why would I why would yeah. I tell you to do it to me if it's something that you don't like to mm -hmm. do? That's crazy. And you know, and, and I think I said this somewhere some time ago and, and you know what and it's causing so many problems. Because we have this running joke in popular culture where where women, yeah, you see it in cartoons, you see it in sitcoms, it in movies, where you have this woman, she's in a long-term relationship, and she just, all of a sudden, she just doesn't want to have sex anymore, and the man is trying to have sex with her, and, you know, she's tired. What, what are the excuses? I have a headache, I have to go wash my hair, and it's a big joke. I don't think it's a joke. 
I don't think that's a joke. I don't think that people should be in a relationship joking about men not getting sex. That's not funny. But guess what happens? The sex was performative mm-hmm. and servile in the beginning. That's what it was. So the woman is trying to hold a man so she's not literate enough to think about her own pleasure. So it becomes performative. It becomes servile. And the woman puts on the negligee and the, and the, the, the lingerie. And she's like, okay, now that I've got this man, let me, I realize that I hate this experience. And then I'm going to be difficult because I'm trying to avoid this experience. Because I, when I was younger, somebody said to me, and I'm like, so all these jokes about women not wanting to have sex, what, what's happening? Is that normal when you're in a long-term relationship? And a man said to me, you don't realize that they don't, the women don't like it. I'm like, what do you mean they don't like it? They said, think about it. If the women are saying no all the time, nobody says no to what they like. They don't <laughs> like it. So they, they probably they did a, a nice pretense in the beginning. But now that they're settled in, they feel it. They you don't have keep to. Up. They, they can't. can't keep yeah, it. a lot of times they just can't. They can't keep up. They can't keep up. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 if you ask these women, a lot of and you know what Dre you might be right, you know. If you ask these women, what do you like? They don't know. They don't know because they have been, they have been, they have been abused, and they don't realize it's a kind of indirect abuse. Where can you imagine? I can't even imagine. My brain is blocking it. Can you imagine somebody using my body for their pleasure and I'm not getting any pleasure? That is like my brain is blocking it as we speak. It's the whole. No, I mean, and then so when you come out of the situation, you say, what do you like? These women don't know. Can you imagine? You don't, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. And they expect a man now to know. And he, God forbid if that man, God forbid, God <laughs> even forbid if that man don't even know the female anatomy. Uh-huh. They expect the man to know, but if the man don't know, it's like, well, you know, you serve no purpose. And they or, talk or, about or, you. Or you're not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they I'm talk like, about you. But you don't know what you like. Neither. Right, <laughs> so is, it, is it a case where um, a man should work. know? Um, everything about sex based on experience because in 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 in, in society no, men are like allowed it. to just are, are, no, are, uh, if that's the case well if that's the case society is different now and women are equal and all of that so women should know too but i mean it's our bodies we really should know we, really we should, should know. know you know we really should know but we're not doing... We, I think, you know, a lot of people are going to say that the, the home should take this on. Um, but the home should because the home can set the boundaries and the guidelines. But the school curriculum, I think it can go it's deeper. A, I, I'm uh, sorry. Don't even get me started at the school. Yeah, but what, what I'm going to check... It's a joke. What I'm going to check, and you can tell me what you think. What I'm going to check to see, is it that it is in the curriculum, but the teachers are... What's, if what's they're the not if if like the depth of it is it that there there is a depth where you discuss these things but because we're afraid of discussing it they kind of do a surface thing. Um, i don't know i really don't know i mean from from what i know mm-hmm. from what i've experienced um i think it's it's surface level i think it's more that's what the kids I said i think it's more you know this is that 
and that is that that goes into that you know and, mm. and wear a condom yeah class finish class finish class finish <laughs> because honestly honestly um guidance counseling is really one of like the easiest subjects ever because you don't do anything and that's it that's really it so when you get when you go into the exam or whatever it's like all right cool you can't get it wrong because they literally only teach you four four or five things so you're saying that guidance counselors um or persons who have that topic um, to discuss and to teach needs to go a little bit more in depth. Into, I, yeah. I don't know why they don't. They don't because of the, 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 the taboo, the taboo when it comes to um, um, discussing sex and human sexuality yeah, but, and but, the fear also that if you listen, expose, they believe they uh, believe and I we sometimes be. believe that if you expose <laughs> um, young adults to, 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 to certain things and they are going to go and do it but they are doing it but anyway expose them to what? what are you exposing? information information you are not exposing them to anything that they can get access to well not not everybody and thinks you, like you Dre what, and what you are exposing them to is proper knowledge proper knowledge versus them watching whatever whatever it is whatever Yes, they're going to hear it. And they're then now, on, on but, top of but, that... But when they hear it and see it, they're going to remember the class that they went to. And they're going to remember that, oh, a foolishness that they might talk because I saw it really work. Versus they just brush the surface and they're going to get the knowledge from wherever else, from where else, wherever, wherever. Well, we'll have to find a way to tidy it up because this cannot continue. This cannot continue because I mean it's it's 2022, and I heard a young man say in 2022 that you cannot get pregnant if you have sex in a swimming pool. It's 2022, really. I mean that's just stupid. <laughs> no, but but that 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 myth has been around forever. We have to control the narratives because obviously they're getting information from the strangest places. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of the parents don't trust the schools worldwide, that is, because they're saying they're teaching them things about different sexualities and trans and all of that. But the parents are not talking to them either. Mm, nobody's having that conversation. Yeah, because I mean, the parents complain. And that's what I find interesting. The parents complain, but they're not having the in depth discussions either. So all everybody, all these humans just walking up and down, learning from from songs mm -hmm. and porn, and and we're not. We're happy. afraid to have we're the conversation. Happy. And as I said, I think the fear is we feel, and we have no evidence because we have never tried it. We feel that if we arm them with the information, then they're going to be going out to do well, and they're going out to do anyway. Anyway, I have one. I have one study not not on not on information, but on HPV. Um, injections. Mm -hmm. I have one study. That one, the idea was that if you give them the HPV vaccine, girls are going to go, go out and have more sex. And the study showed nothing like that. Nothing changed between the, that group and the other group. So sometimes we're making, we're creating monsters that don't exist. Mm-hmm. 
my thing is, if you feel like they're gonna do it anyway, then teach them. Teach arm them, them, arm them, yeah. arm them with the correct information, yeah. and you'll be you, you'll be so surprised that 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 in itself is a deterrent, because you're going sure. to be teaching them everything about human sexuality. They're going to be they're going to know they're going to know the repercussions, and so therefore they're not going to go out there to experiment yeah. and try to figure things out because they're going to say, "But I know that already." I, I mean, I, you know, teach them. Teach them. If teach they're, they're going to watch porn anyway. So teach them the right stuff. And mm-hmm. then when they watch the porn, they can be a critic. And they can they can tell you what's not, I, I what's know, not real. Read, and and, and if, if, you know? if we change our mindset, porn might become not documentaries, but comedies. Yeah. Yeah, they need to be taken as comedies and not documentaries. Because right now people are thinking that this is how it is. And um, I, I was reading an article where they said that you really don't want to be watching porn at a young age if you're a man. Because it creates a false sense of what sexual activity is like. And it also creates a sense of entitlement. In that, okay, you go in, you burst in the door... Hello, ma'am. I'm the pizza man. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. I'm the pizza man. Do you have any sausage? I've got sausage for you. And then she's fixed up her clothes and they're together. And we laugh because we have sense. Children and men, they're, they're internalizing that as, you know, women are just there for my pleasure. Mm-hmm. And we take it lightly, but we shouldn't. Because that's, that's in, true. Yeah, we take it lightly, but we shouldn't. So we, because we have the literacy skills, we have the analysis. That is why we. That is why we laughed a while ago. Mm-hmm. But what about the people who don't have the sexual literacy? They're gonna think that this is how things are, and it's. <laughs> but you see it. You see it. You see it in our society, right, where men and true. men and women are very entitled. So we have to know. We have to know. We have to do better. <laughs> wow, the chat is crazy. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, uh, Sandra says she 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 thinks um, porn is crap, and uh, Fresh of the Diva says no mm-hmm. imagination, no stimulation. But guess what? It's because we said that you are literate. You're literate. That's You're why you're literate that. about that. Because um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to. Age myself, but with porn, but I think it was it would have been in the late, the late eighties, because I've never seen a full one. But this is what I remember, where they wouldn't even be creative enough to change the music. You remember this music? Bum chicka bum bum chicka bum. Okay, Perry, do you remember that music? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's comedy. It's comedy, and people are taking it as documentaries. So what we what we really need to do is look at how we can improve the sexual vocabulary, as you said, Anne, mm-hmm. and look at the, the higher level comprehension, evaluate. Please don't put dairy products on your genitals. You know, work on the higher level comprehension. Work on the communication skills. The sexual literacy, we have to handle it. And I think the schools can do more, but I'd like to do some more research to see what is really happening in the schools. Because I've only seen one panel of teenagers who say that they feel 
it's going around the issue so they still have to do a lot of experimentation mm. yeah which is a problem mm. and that is what we don't want um the experimentation mm-hmm. uh which results in 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 various um negative results um, so we really, really don't, we really. <laughs> right, you see, I knew somebody would say that. Tell them that the whipped cream having sugar. It would um, upset your pH balance. Hear that, Marho? Well, it dep- you can put the whip. You put the put the whipped cream somewhere else. Yes, that's what they recommend. Yes, so you, exactly you don't whip, that. So you 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 you, <laughs> you 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 keep the whipped cream away from the from the from the genitalia. Um, put it somewhere else. Think of other areas. <laughs> no more who, but I'm, we're just saying for the, because you don't want somebody like Cape Heart to, 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 to um, run with the information. So we want it to be absolutely clear that we don't want it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> right there. So. <laughs> What? Singles live on the net. Oh dear, yes. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, remember that we're still a family station, Tamo, <laughs> and uh, so therefore I have uh, to to be very careful. Um, yes. What about? So we're getting ready to wrap things up. Things up. So I have to talk about this. We talk about porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about um, guard, um, becoming literate about our sexual health, um, our reproductive system. Um, what I want to ask, though, and I'm throwing this out to Dre also and also to our listeners, should we be talking also about us, sex toys? Everything. Everything that has to do with sex needs to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Dre? Every single thing. Yep. Every single thing. Because in the end, and we really just want people to be happier and healthier. And, you know, I was talking to a sex therapist last night and she said, you know, she has clients who they pretend, and we know this, they pretend in front of their husbands. And then when their husbands leave or they're, they're, not aw- they're away from their husbands, they do what they need to do to satisfy themselves. And I think that is unfair if you're in a union. So I just think that everything that has to do with sex including toys you need to talk about it because there are a lot of people out there suffering it's not it's it's not flippant there are people who are suffering sexually and they're keeping quiet and acting like everything is okay and that is what she told me that i must say that there are a lot of women a lot of men who are suffering sexually but they're not talking about it and they're acting like everything is okay. It's okay. And that but can't be healthy. It, it isn't. It isn't. But how then do you say to um, a, a man, especially in our Jamaican society, that you are not pleasing me? Um, and so when you leave, I have to resort to um, to my toy. Don't know. 
once again mm -hmm. he is not pleasing her maybe because he is not literate about her anatomy and so he goes in and he plunders and satisfies himself and leaves and she is just there um satisfying him and she's not being satisfied but how do you then say this to him you can't because a lot of us are not literate and then on top of that we're not sexually literate so i don't know how that's going to work we have to be better because how do you because that's going to make me angry because I don't understand. It's going to make me angry if you tell me that. Mm -hmm. I thought, and then the the, the, mm. the, the the quote, I thought you were okay. Look how long I have been. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's unfair, though, you know, Jay? You yeah. know, every week, every time, woohoo, and applause. Mm -hmm. And then the person is thinking, oh, this is horrible. Horrible. So, yeah, yeah, we have to work on it. I guess we can start in the schools, but the parents can do it as well. Mm -hmm. But you know what, Anne? I'm just happy. I'm just happy that, you know, you created this space. You know, Dre is very supportive because we don't have these conversations. We don't have these conversations, and I think it's just unkind and counterproductive. We don't. And we have to move to have these conversations in 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 more uh, in in more environments. We talk about the home. We talk about the school. There are certain churches that are moving away uh, from the, the 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 you know this this sex is 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 dirty. Uh, the you should not discuss it under the in the in the in in under under the unholy <laughs> unholy ground. <laughs> so they're moving. Yeah, it should not be discussed in church but there, there are certain um, yeah. churches that are moving away from it because they see how it important it is um, to discuss um, human sexuality um, in, 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 in churches and so we want more spaces for a person to feel comfortable to discuss mm -hmm. Uh, to communicate with each other how they're feeling why they're feeling that way what can we do to enhance our relationship um sexually for 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 those persons who are in a relationship what what do i want what makes me feel good and fulfilled um what does my partner need are we compatible um sexually um, does he are we compatible <laughs> sexually so we're compatible in in other areas but how important is sexual compatibility um, in, in, in a relationship and if you were to look on a scale of 1 to 10 the men will tell us it is it's one of the first thing on their list while a woman would kind of maybe push it down to maybe about the second or the third position um, on the list um, but it is it is very important something that everybody get excited about See, everybody's just chatting away there. But nobody really wants to sit down and I have, have those deep discussions. Um, discussions. Um, yes, Andrea, I know a lot of churches are moving into that direction. She says, my female pastor um, in Jamaica teaches. Uh, yes, I know. There, there are quite a number of, um, especially the female um, pastors who are going we're out there to really we're growing up but just, just slowly but we're growing up 
<laughs> yes, FFD. It is a full course meal. Um, so, Carlin, want to say thank you so much yeah, again. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, for joining us on this year. Another singles live on the nation's coolest. Cool. <laughs> 97 FM. Tamo, thank you so much. Shea H. Purpose 715. Fresh Fluffy Diva. And I, you know, K. Paird, I can guarantee you that if you were to come inside the studio of Cool 97 FM, you wouldn't be so vocal. <laughs> you would not be so vocal. Everyone is saying thank you, Carlin. You're welcome, people. <laughs> I'm watching your comments. <laughs> so before you go, though, I want to, for those persons who um, missed the first part of the show, and uh, we were talking about um, the different types of... Um, what was the word that we use? Why my vocabulary tonight not so hot? Um, so persons who engage in 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 performance, those three. Oh, I just wanted to repeat oh, them for right, me. Right, that we are concerned about the types of sex because of the lack of literacy, the performative sex, and the pleasure based sex. Mm-hmm. And I added servile sex. Servile, that's yeah. the one, right? You're just pleasing the other person. You're not even thinking about yourself, mm-hmm. and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because in life, Dre, we all deserve clean water and orgasms. All of us. You hear that? <laughs> clean water. We do. It's all right. Yes. It's all right. Yeah. yeah, it is. We don't want anyone to take that away from us. And that is why it is such a humiliating, it is so um, degradating, it is a crime to find out that they in certain society where women um, the, the, their vaginas are mutilated. Can you imagine? Yes. Africa. Africa. Africa yeah. still happening. Repeat. The, oh, Fresh Profit Diva wants you to name them again. Oh, the, the two types? You the, have... Uh, the, the, you, right. She's writing. Yeah. And you can check up on it. It's um, performative sex and pleasure-based sex and singles live we added servile sex mm-hmm. so look up for performative versus pleasure-based sex mm-hmm. yeah. there you have it guys i thank you so much singles live on the nation school mm-hmm. <laughs> let us see what happens let us see what happens. I know you guys love to uh, talk about sex, whether you want to believe yeah, it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to take a break, reminding you that this talk segment was brought to you by Alternative Skincare, the only choice. Our skin absorbs many of the things we apply topically. So use the best. Choose Alternative Skin Care Natural Soaps made from sea moss, charcoal, aloe vera turmeric and peppermint and you can follow on social media at shop alt skincare you can also email them shop alt skincare.com and join us next week for another informative talk segment cool 97 radio, radio.